And that you dollar Amud base. We'll pick up in the middle of the Amud by these two Tanya Kavases. We had a Tanya Kavase de Rav and a Tanya Kavase de Shmuel. We actually didn't even see the Tanya Kavase de Shmuel yet. We saw the Tanya Kavase de Rav, and I, um, I sort of tripped over my uh, trying to add in a little bonus, and I, I tried to brush up on it. Let's try it again. <laughs> middle of Yadalad Amud Beis. And these Gemaras, they think there's a dot right in the middle of the Amud. Tanya Kavase de Rav, Tanya Kavase de Shmuel. We have a bracha like Rav that says the excuse me again. Rav said the machlokus is strictly four and above. Anything less than four, everybody agrees is kosher. Shmuel said the machlokus is only between three and four. That above four, everybody agrees is possible. So let's see. Tanikavasi Rav. We have a bracha that supports Rav that as follows. If they were, if they use schach of boards, uh, boards of cedar, but it doesn't really matter. Any kind of boards of wood that are less than four, everybody would agree that they're kosher. But however, if they are four tefachim, Rabbi Meir posel, Rabbi Yehuda machsher. So that's very straight, exactly what Rav says. So this is very much tanikavase de Rav. Very good. Um, Rabbi, Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda continues in that price and says, It happened in the Shasasakana, meaning that the Gaim did not allow them to keep mitzvahs and to build a sukkah. So what did they do? So what they did was they brought boards that were four tfachim wide, and they put those boards on top of their porches, and they sat under those boards. The idea was that the Gaim would not recognize that this was a sukkah, because they were taking boards that are generally, they look like regular roof boards. Uh, they're four tefach boards. They look like regular ceiling roof uh, boards. And the, the Gaim wouldn't notice that they're doing this l'shem sukkah. And that's why they that's why they were able to get away with it, b'shashat zakana. So Rabbi Yehuda said, look, you see from here that, uh, they, that that's what Rabbana told people to do. Um, I shouldn't say that. They did it. I assume the Rabbanon at those times uh, approved of this practice. Uh, Rabbi Yehuda used this as a raya to show that, hey, look, you can use Nesarim of Fort Fachim. The Havamina, which I kind of messed up on yesterday, Rabbi Yehuda, saying, <coughs> Rabbi Yehuda felt that if there was a Gezeras Tikra, if the Rabbanon may get, Rabbi Yehuda holds there is no Gezeras Tikra. Rabbi Yehuda holds, Right, Rabbi Huda holds in, right that there is no gzeras tikra. Rabbi Huda holds there is no gzeras tikra, and that's why they're allowed to do it. Period. Even um, regardless, shasakana no, no shasakana, because Rabbi Huda holds that if there were a gzeras tikra, then that gzeras would apply across the board. That even in a shasakana, they don't. We don't relax the rabbanans just like we don't relax the raisas. Rabbanans take on the same level as a daraisa, and therefore, by the fact that you see that they used Nesarim of Fort so you see there's not even a Gezerim, because if there were a gezira, they would not have been allowed to do it, because we don't do Drabanans even B'Shasasakana either. That's Rabbi Yehuda's Havamina. To which, to which they responded, Rabbi Yehuda, they said back, Rabbi Yehuda, Misham Raya, ain't Shasasakana Raya, you can't bring a Raya from a Shasasakana. So they responded to Rabbi Yehuda and said, no, just because they did it in the Shasasakana does not mean that there was no Gezeras Tikra in general. It means that in general there was a Gezeras Tikra, but in the Shasasakana they relaxed that Gezeras, or that Gezeras was not really put in place to begin with. Um, sort of the stipulation was this Takana is only in effect in, under normal circumstances, but in the Shasasakana the Gezeras is not 
uh, is not applicable. That's what what they responded to Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda felt no. If there is a gazera, there's a gazera across the board. <coughs> and you see, if there's no gazera tasasakana, there's no gazera. Period. To which they responded and said, no, there's no gazera only because it's tasasakana. But under normal circumstances, there is a gazera stikra. That's sort of the back and forth between Rabbi Yehuda and the the Umrulo, the other you know the other side. Yeah. Yep, okay. Tanya Kavasi de Shmuel. The Gemara continues now with a b'raisa that supports Shmuel Shita, that the machlokas is between three and four, but more than four, everyone would agree, Divya Kal Psula, as follows. The b'raisa says, If they were mesachich with boards of cedar wood that are four tfachim wide, Divya Kal Psula. Everyone agrees they're apostle. If they're less than four, Rabbi Meir posel, Rabbi Yudamachshir, Rabbi Meir says posel, Rabbi Yudah says kosher. And this is exactly Shita Shmuel. This is exactly Shmuel's understanding of the Machlok through Yudah Rabbi Meir. So this is very nice, a Tanya Kavase, a Braisa in support of Shmuel. So now we have a Braisa like Rav, we have a Braisa like Shmuel, they're each okay. That Braisa continues with a new halacha, Umo de Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Meir will agree. Again, Rabbi Meir in general was, was machmir. Rabbi Meir did not allow these boards of four plus, of even, sorry, of three plus. According to Shmuel, <coughs> he did not allow boards of three or more. But Rabbi Meir was, would, was moda, he would admit, she'im yesh be'neser le'neser kimelei neser, that if there, or kimelo neser, if in between each board was an empty space equivalent to the width of the board, Okay, so you have a three tefach board, then you have a three tefach space. Three tefach board, three tefach space. So you have a space in between each board equal to the width of that board. Shemeniach um, pisol b'neihem, and he puts pisol. Pisol is kosher schach, right? Pisol of skor and v'yekev, the refuse from the threshing floor. That was sort of the, one of the original mikoros that we had of what to use for schach. The refuse, um, that he puts this refuse, meaning he puts kosher schach, the soul is really just a lotion of kosher schach, he puts kosher schach between these boards, ukesheira, and it's kosher. So let's understand what he's describing. You have a board, a three-tefach board, then you have a space of three-tefachim, then you have another three-tefach board, then you have a space of three-tefachim, and in each of those spaces, you put kosher schach. So you have board, schach, board, schach. And I think there's a picture in the back, and the picture will actually help us understand it, because even though you, what I'm saying, you're like, I can understand that. But let's just look at the picture for a second. Yes, we are on page Yurches. If, you're, if you have your Gemara with pictures in the back, page Yurches in the pictures, the top left picture, Kuf Lamed Ches. Picture Kuf Lamed Ches on page Yurches, the top left. You have there... A sukkah with alternating boards and schach, boards and schach of actually a fourth fachim. Um, so each one is fourth fachim in the picture. I'm trying to think why it has to be that way, because Rabbi Meir already had a problem with three fachim. Um, oh, because it's Moder Rabbi Meir, meaning. Um, one second. Oh, yeah, actually, Rashi says, Modra Meir, Rashi says, even whether it's Fort Tvachim or not Fort Tvachim, either way, Rabbi Meir will admit that if you put in between, let's look at the picture, 
that if you put in between each one, you have a four tefach board, then a four tefach of kashus chach going across, and then in the middle you actually have what basically what you do is Rashi explains this, that you start out on each edge with a board, and then you work your way, you work your way closer to the center, and Rashi explains that we're talking about a sukkah of eight amos, and if you do the math, how many sets of four tefachim does it take to get to eight amos? Um, Whatever it is, you can count it. It's, uh, tw- um, what, 11. Four tefachim. Again, eight amos. Each tefach, each amo is four tefachim. Is six tefachim. So, four, so. How does this work? One second. It's, uh, eight. One, two, three, four, five, six. 10, 12. 12 sets of 4 tzvachim. Because 12 times 4 is 48. 48, 48. Right. So 48, it's 48 tzvachim all the way across. Because each... Why am I getting myself all confused here? An amma is 6 tzvachim. So if it's 8 amos, it's... Right. 8 times 6 is 48. Right. It's 8 amos across. So divide that by tzvachim, it's 48 tzvachim. If you start out on each edge with a four tefach board on the right side, a four tefach board on the left side, and after each four tefach board you have kashas chach of four tefachim, and then another four tefach board as it shows in the picture. So you'll end up at the very center, you'll have eight tefachim of kashas chach. Now what does that do for us? Eight tefachim of kashas chach is enough to be a kosher sukkah, because how much do you need to be a kosher sukkah? Really seven tefachim. Really as long as you have seven tefachim in the middle would be sufficient, but just to round it off, we put eight amos all together. So in the middle, you end up with eight tefachim. Um, how, how, how do you get eight tefachim of kosher schach? In the middle. If, you, if you're looking at the... If you, if you have four tefachim and four tefachim... If, if you have the picture, I don't know if you have the addition with the pictures in the back. Yeah, so page yurchas, the top left picture. So you have a four tefach board on each end, and then as you work your way in, you have four tefach moschach, four, four tefach board, four tefach moschach, four tefach board. Once you get to the center, have you started on each end, you are left in the middle with eight tefach of kosher tzach. Okay. The reason you need eight tefach of kosher tzach, you really only need seven. The size of a kosher sukkah is at least seven tefach. So you need to have at least seven tefach in the middle of kosher tzach. Dofen Akuma worked for you to get from each wall to the center, right? You use Dofen Akuma on the right side, you use Dofen Akuma on the left side to get you to the center. So under that center strip of kosher schach, of eight tefachim of kosher schach, which really technically could be seven, right? It could be one tefach less. Um, that is a kosher sukkah, as long as you're only in that middle area. Everything on the right or the left is Dofen Akuma, and you wouldn't be allowed to actually sit under there, right? You can't sleep or eat under there. Yeah? So why do we have to do... Why do we have to go through this whole gyration? Why doesn't it just say you could have eight tefachim of of kosher schach in the middle, and the whole thing could be solid board that Doifin Akuma will take care of you while he needs to have in out, in out? Um. In the middle, other than those that eight tefachim. It's Doifin Akuma. It's really minatad. If you look at both sides, right. It's until the middle. Right. Why does he have to do that? Um, 
Right, but we should remove that mitzvah to chak pasul on the sides because like because akuma. Um. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> I don't know. Yeah, so why does so why does Rash have to come on to this? Um No, but you're right. So oh, maybe because that's the right. Maybe because maybe because he's saying the Gazeras Tikra if you had, maybe he would not allow you to use Dofanakuma because of Xeris Tikra if you went straight. Um, one second. Right, he said it, right, which means that less than that you could do. Right. Um, hmm. Give me a second. We'll see if we can find it. Hold on. I just pulled out my art scroll. I brought my art scroll down with me tonight. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I hear that. Um, for our sake, it's okay. necessary to know this. Is it true? But it's like, what are we doing? I mean, that is true. I mean, right. We understand the like, words. We understand the case. Right. If you if you would have been a Rashi, we would have said, oh, this is more beautiful. Like we wouldn't have had any imagination. <laughs> like, what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> there's an extra piece in the price, and it's not Megayet to us, really. Yeah. So why Rashi? Why Rashi brings it in, that's a good question. Obviously, Rashi felt it important for us to know about them, but I don't know why uh, Yeah, don't worry, the Bryce is going br- to bring another rule that we're also going to try to figure out what it's, do- what it's doing for us. Um, we'll leave that for tomorrow. Let me just, one second, uh, let me look in, in the mis- I also wrote down the Masifta. I'm going to take one more minute, and then we're going to call it, but just give me a second. So the Masifta is a long thing. No, I have my own Masifta. I have my own art scroll. This is mine. I actually had both of these since before Kingdom of days. I happen to have a, a, a Masifta Sukkah from many years ago. Um, I learned Sukkah with somebody. People did. People did. Well, yeah. Can you believe it? Back back in the day, before Kingdom of made it popular. Um, yeah. You know, I learned it years ago with, with somebody. Uh, one second. I have a few Masiftas, and this is one of them, so it worked out well. Um,
Yes, we have to come on to this one second. I don't know. One second. I don't know. We'll have to stop over here. Someone will get it tomorrow. Hashem. The, yeah. Okay. Thank you for joining. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you.